Good evening. Somebody does an action which one doesn't intend that, that action should produce a molacha as a result. It is generally muta if you have a plain davashenimiskavit. Now, there's a number of areas in halacha that this applies to. Um, one very obvious example of davashenimiskavit is when a person walks along grass. A person walks along grass, so one, his intention is purely to do from A to B. A person's not thinking about the fact that there's even, you might not even think about the grass on the, on the ground. You may not even notice it. Um, but as a result of him walking along the grass, there's a potential problem. What's the problem? The problem is that the grass might become uh, detached from the ground. If it becomes detached from the ground, then that's a malacha of toilish. Now, first of all, he hasn't done it in the normal way, and he hasn't, definitely hasn't intended for it to happen. So that's called Davishen Miskavin. Now, Davishen Miskavin is a machoik tanoim, if it's muta or asa. But we paskin, la lachan, it's muta. So whenever a person does action A, action A is walking, walking along the grass, that's, that's the action. His intention is purely to get to someone else. But at the end of the day, he looks, he looks, he looks back at the grass after he's walked, so he knows, hey, hang on a second, what happened over there? And he hears, maybe even as he's walking, there's some sort of tisha going on. It's muta. Because it's not opposite kresha. It's not for definite that the grass will become detached. It's not, it's, it's, it's usually not for definite. Now, there is one case where it basically is classified as a definite, inevitable result. Um, that would be if it's very long grass and he is either running or walking very fast. In those two scenarios, we take on that either it is 100% or if it's almost 100%. And therefore, in a Psykhoresha case, there's no heta of Dovashe Miskavin. Dovashe Miskavin is only mutter because, technically speaking, what happened, the issa that happened is not as a result, is not you. It's maybe as a result of what you did. The, the, the grass wouldn't have become detached had you not walked over it. That's just a technicality. As far as my Malacha is concerned, the Chiddush is, just because I didn't intend for it to happen, and it isn't for sure that it will happen, it's Muta. Now, what, why is it why is it worse if it is going to happen? So that's a different understanding in the, in the Rishayim and Achreinim as to why it is. If the vote is, I didn't have Kavona, then I didn't have Kavona, even though it definitely will happen. So the most simple understanding to answer that question is if something that definitely will happen, you can't say that you weren't aware about it. You knew that when you run run through the long grass, the grass will almost inevitably become detached. Therefore, you can't tell me that when you ran across the grass, you didn't you weren't aware of the Matthias. Therefore, being aware of the Matthias is like Kavon. That's the most, the most simple understanding in Ripe Sakrisha's answer, because we looked at it as if you actually had Kavon. Um, now, having said that, and before we discuss other scenarios, and there's a very another obvious place, a more contemporary case where we apply the problem of secretia. That's a very famous thing about fridges. Um, fridges have a problem with the light, and they have a problem with the thermostat. Two two issues that come up with fridges. Now, depending on the model, I discussed this with Mr. Michael Wiseman 
um, yesterday, yesterday morning of Tshaches, I had a chat with him about this, and uh, we didn't discuss any halachic uh, factors, we discussed the, the appliance factors, the, how it works. And he said that uh, depending on the age of your model, um, depending on you know, which one you have, whether or not whether the speed at which the thermostat reacts to what was the problem. The problem is that when I open the door, open the fridge door, the air coming in affects the, affects the levels of the temperature with electricity. So that's Pashtus, Pasitibibsikrisha. Now, that doesn't mean to say that everyone needs to go and put their thermostats on Shabbos moods. There is apparently, definitely the FedTech, they're very busy recently with, with, uh, making Shabbos, um, yeah, Shabbos appliances, they're, they're becoming famous more for, over, over the last few years in particular, they've become particularly famous for it. And they are constantly busy with, with uh, the latest models, trying to make sure that it works with halacha. And the, they, they do have a, a mechanism called Shabbos mode that you can set it. That it will, what, what, what will happen is that the thermostat will go off. It's, there's a sensor for it and it will change its settings. Um, it, it kind of is aware that you're opening the door, so to speak, and I don't know the technicality exactly how it works, but it's it censored. Now the question is, do you have to be chosen for it? So apparently there was a a gathering of rabbonim at least six years ago, maybe even longer. That they, it's not really clear why, and I think I might know why why they were matter it without the shabbos mode. So the pashtus is that it doesn't, especially if you if your fridge is a slightly older model, it doesn't take a split second for it to react. It takes time for it to react. If it takes time for it to react, then it's not even of psychoratia that will happen during the time span that you've actually left the fridge door open. That, neostaiti is one reason why it might be mutter. Because when you've opened that fridge door, you don't know how long it will take for the thermostat to react. Because it's an old model, right? It might take two minutes for it to react. I don't know. I can't tell you the specific amount of time. You don't know how long you're going to be opening that fridge for. So you can't tell me the action I did as a psychoratia because there's nothing inevitable about the action that I did. But again, I'm not telling you, I'm not telling you whether it's also mutter because I don't know which model you have and I don't know the technicalities 100%. I'm just raising the problem. And if a person who's listening to this feels that their fridge might be an issue, then it's something that one has to be mavara and check it out just to be sure that it complies with Hukha Shabbos. That's, the, I'm just, just bringing it up. Is there a grommet that happens much later than it was? Yeah, yeah, that could also be true. But, it might be a shadow of grommet as well. Yeah, could be. Does that make it much? A grommet is usually also, but the Mokham Tzaira, the fact that you want to open and close your fridge to take the food out, would be enough of the Mokham Tzaira, Lechaira. The question is if it's a grommet or if it's not a grommet. So that every, I think it might depend on your model of how quickly it reacts. If it reacts within seconds, that's not called a grommet. If it takes much longer, then it takes that seconds. I hear there might be more, more reason to be called a grommet. Uh, just, just raising the issue, people should, uh, um, you know, dwell in, delve into themselves, you know, just check that your, that your fridge is, is compliant. Uh, which I'm sure it is. I have no doubt that it is. Um, okay, so that's about the grass. Fine. Um, now, interestingly, Davash in Meskavin applies elsewhere in the Torah. It doesn't just apply in the Shabbos. This is very interesting. Uh, we don't have Nazirim nowadays. Um, nobody becomes a Nozit, but 
as far as the Gemara is concerned, a Nozir who mustn't cut his hair, the Gemara says, that's how we pass Kanalacha, he's allowed to rub his hair and have a, you can't have a, sh- uh, a shower, can't have a hair wash, because when you, when you wash your hair, it's, it's inevitable the hairs will drop out. That's not true. He may do so. Why may he do so? Because Dovashem is covered. Now, it isn't, I, I, I'm mistaken what I said. I, I didn't mean that it's inevitable 100%. I meant that if you, if he rubs very, very hard, then obviously it would be a psychrisha. But generally speaking, when you clean your hair, it isn't that the, the, the hairs will come out. And therefore, it's a Dovashem is covered. And it Dovashem is covered, Mutta applies across the board, which is a chiddush. Because usually, the, the, the recent shiru we were discussing about things which make a malacha into malacha deraisa, We've always been talking about Hilcha Shabbos the whole time. The Moshe Malacha Shin Gufa, we said last week. That's Allah pure in Hilcha Shabbos. There's no such thing as Malacha Shin Sukhla Gufa. There's no such thing as the Issa Shin Sukhla Gufa and Chalat Torah No such thing. But a Darshan Miskavin is more easier. Because Darshan Miskavin means that I'm not, I'm not, I'm not at all associated with the fact that an Issa happened. They're not as busy rubbing his hair. The fact that hair might come out is not going on in his mind. He's not aware of it. He's just simply washing his hair. That's what he's doing. So he's washing his like everyone else washes their hair. Therefore, there's a logic that Dovashim is scavenging his mutter, even though it's not restricted, even though it's not the upper So that's important to be aware. Um, it does, again, Dovashim is doesn't come up in too many places, but just pointing out, it's not like a specific din in the upper shabbos, the particular halacha. Um, okay, um, now, within Psikharisha, this is much more famous, within Psikharisha, there are two types of psikrishas. There's a psikrishas de nichle and there's a psikrishas de loy nichle. Now, there's a machaikas rishayim and machaikas hapaskim. What is the, what is the halachal maisa of these psikrishas? Now, psikrishas de nichle, there's nothing to talk about. Psikrishas de nichle is always asa. It's never, it's never permitted for a, a yid to do a, a davash enim is skavin, but it's a psikrisha when it's nichle. Nichle means I'm happy with the results. So the most obvious, famous example of this is when I am, um, Watering my hands with tis dime in my garden. I'm having a picnic outside. I do tis dime over the grass. I do it over the grass. My intention is to do the tis dime. As a psikrisha, the water will fall on the ground and the grass will become watered and you will be over meleches zayreya because you are improving the quality of the grass and you're making it grow. So, um, even though you, that wasn't your intention, it's inevitable. So, in that case, it'll be asa minatayra for you to go and Wash your hands over your grass. Now, there's a couple of scenarios where it'll be better. Um, in a case where you don't care. So, there's two scenarios where you don't care. Either it's been pouring with rain the entire Friday. Uh, similar to it was the other day. We had literally rain the entire day. Baruch Hashem, we can't complain too much now because we've had we've had dry spells for quite a while. But this week, we was like to rain. Um, what happens if that happens on Friday? So, it's raining the entire day. Then, all of a sudden, on Friday night or Shabbos morning... Um, where there wasn't enough sun for it to dry out totally, you went and did the diet. That's absolutely the Why? Because nothing's going to happen to the grass, the fact that it got water more than yesterday, because it was soaking from yesterday already. So you're not adding on anything by watering it again. So that's absolutely the Not that you're not happy with it, but nothing, there's, there's no, there's no in, in it taking place, because it's not going to achieve anything. Another scenario is when it didn't rain, Therefore, usually it would be Nikhalei, but you're doing it in somebody else's garden, and you have no shaykhs to him. Why are you there? Good question. Not, not discussing why you're there. So if you're obviously, if they're for a meal, then presumably you have sort of chemistry between the two of you, and therefore you would be happy to water his ground, and allow his grass to grow, you know. But, the same way you'd be happy if your grass would grow. 
But, so we're talking about a fellow that you haven't got any connection to. You happen to be in his garden. You happen to be having fun with, with some water. That's a situation because I don't, it doesn't make a slightest bit of difference to me if somebody who I have no connection to, uh, his grass grows or not. It's, it's, it's not considered to be something which is you happy with. Now, according to one opinion, which is, his name is the Oruch, one of the Rishonim, and according to Samachron and the Ramah Magustahin, that is totally mutter. Segregation of the is totally mutter. Because since you're not happy with the result, you don't care about the result, either it could be you're not, you positively are not happy, or it doesn't make a difference to you, either, either it doesn't make a difference, it will be mutter according to his opinion. Now, Allah Maisa, we are machme usually. We usually take on, because of the Maisa, it's inevitable, usually we are stringent. There are a number of cases which we are mako. Now, one of the examples, which we mentioned last week, about the cake, I think we mentioned it last week, that there is a couple of scenarios where we find in Mephorosh and Halacha that as a combination of other reasons why it is only awesome in Drabonon, the Moshal, if I have a Malacha Shein Tzir Gufa, I have a Psikrashat L'Nichalei, and I have, um, let's say, Kalachayat, I do something in a strange way, if you have a combination of different reasons why it's not awesome in Atayra, then Psikrashat L'Nichalei will become Muta. So usually Psikrashat L'Nichalei is Asa, Midrab Bonan at least, um, but in a case where you have a combination of other reasons, it's not malachah deraisa, it'll be muta. So, for example, somebody's, we said somebody's got a piece of cake and there's icing on the cakes. He's got a problem that has got, let's say there's writing on the cakes, he's got a problem with mechika. So, we said if you eat it, even though you are removing the sav by eating it, but because we said it's malachah shin you don't, you're not doing it because you want to rub it out, you're doing it because you want to eat. And you're doing it in the not a normal way. That's not a normal way of rubbing out. How would you really rub out? By taking a knife or taking a spoon and getting rid of it. That's what you do. You're doing it in your derech So because it's a combination of svaras that are, that only make it, it's a drabonon, and it's a segregation, you don't care if the letters go away. You, you're purely, you want to enjoy your cake. It's mutter. So in the various scenarios, we are matter it when you have a combination of Muayteri. That's, that's the classic, the classic case where we're, one of the classic cases where we're matter of segregation of Nikhala. Um, now, there are a number of other cases where the Chiddush of Psikrisha applies. So, there's a Chiddush of the Taz. This is how we pass in our locha. Very big chiddush. Until now, we've understood that what is a davashen miskavin? Davashen miskavin is where I intended for, I intended to walk across the grass, where I intended to open my fridge. And the fact that something will happen as a result is irrelevant to me, because it's not part of my kavan. Taz has the following chiddush. says, what happens if I've got a box? In this box, I've got a few few um, items. And I want, to cl- I want to close the box. Why am I closing the box? I want everything to be safe in the box. I'm closing the box like I usually close a box. Now, you don't know, yeah, you obviously you hope there isn't, but you don't know that there might be flies in the box. You have a reason to be doubtful, you don't know. I am a khoyavapiyalacha. If I close the box and I know there's a fly in the box, there's a lacha, the oiva melechas tzedah. I'm not saying it's deraisa because um, it's a because a fly has no no positive 
benefit. If you if you trap a fly, what are you can do with the fly, nothing. So when you trap a fly, right, you're not doing it because you want the fly. So at most, it's a malacha shein shuvah legufa, and therefore it's going to be as a job on. So we're talking about as a job on a bit, but it's still asa. You're still trapping the fly. Now, if I know for sure the fly is there, and I close the box, right? Let's say let's say I see a fly in in, in my shtanda over here. I'm Shabbos. I'm, I'm busy doubling. I see a fly there. If I close the shtenda, I'm over an Issa. Because I, I trapped the fly. Currently, it can't get out. I've trapped it. It's awesome. What happens if I don't know that there's a fly? But I don't know that there isn't a fly either. So I'm a supper if there is a fly. Am I allowed to close the box or close my shtenda? I have no idea. Now, let's think about this. This case is worse than the regular case of Abishim Miscavit. When I walk along the grass... I have no idea if the grass will, will fall off the ground. Here, I know one, I, I'm worse off. Why? Because I know that if there is a fly, I'm definitely trapping. But I don't know if there's a fly. So that's the Taza Yuchidosh. That's called Dova She'ena Miskavin, and it's Mutter. Because at the end of the day, I don't know if I'm right now doing a Malacha. It could be the reason why I don't know, because I, I simply haven't checked if there's a fly or not. But at the end of the day, I don't know if right now in my action of closing a box, I'm doing a malacha. And my intention is not to trap. My intention is to close a box. Because I've got my shed inside this. I want to close, I want to close the shtanda because I want to protect my, that's just what I do. I, I close a box. Maybe I want to, maybe I want to use it to put my scissor and I want to sit down. You know, I've got a few things I want to do with, with closing my, my shtanda in my box. Isn't that the same thing? It's not a Because you um, don't know. It's gonna, you don't know. Correct. You don't know, but in a way, it's worse than the chiddush of the is that it's worse than a dovishet. That it's, it's not worse than dovishet miskavin. Here, set gracious shat is if I do action A, I don't know if B will happen as a result of my action. Yeah. But but I'm not a subic if it already exists. I'm a subic if it will happen as a result of my action. Here, I'm a subic if I already have a factor before I start my action. If that action will be awesome. Right? The Taz is, is exactly the same. Now, the Rukiyeh is disagrees, but, um, I can tell you for a fact that Allah Lamaisa, we are Mekul. We're Mekul, and again, I'm not saying this, 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 het, this, this, um, lo, this, uh, mechanism of a Heta applies in so many cases. It's, it's brought down by Tzedah. I don't know how many scenarios there are that are affected by this, but if one can think of cases, then it will be Mutta. Totally Mutta. Now. So if you don't know if this is, yeah. You've got a fridge. You don't know whether lights. There's a light in the fridge. Oh, I don't know if there's a light. Yeah. So I've, now you mean let's say let's say you went away on holiday. Yeah. Right. So I have no. I forgot to check before showers if my if my fridge has a light in it. If I open it, I might be opening it, but I don't know. So so yes, correct, correct. It'll be it'll be the same. It'll be better because yeah. If there is a after you noticed it, that it's saying, then you can have a problem. So one of the answers for that, there's two answers for that. One answer is to get is to get a a, a non-Jew from the, from next door. Which the, if you're away on holiday, then probably most people around you, unless you're Bournemouth, most people around you are probably non-Jewish people anyway. So that's pr- pretty easy to, to arrange. So you can get a, you can get a guy to come, um, and and it's a, it's a psychoratia, right? You, you don't even you don't even tell him why. So if he decides to go and tape off the light, that's his decision. That's fine. And you can just tell him that I want to, uh, the light's bothering my fridge. Yeah, that's what you would say. Now, there's a, another eater, which, 
Um, I had shame of Chamoiz Gurvitz, um, a bocha in Gitsu Deshiva. Once went to him and he had a problem with his with his fridge in, on, in his in his uh, room on Shabbos. Chamoiz told him um, to go and take a towel and wrap it around in a way that doesn't fall off. And it will be, the gap between the door and the fridge will be wide enough that the light won't go on and off. But it will be close enough that your food won't, won't the temperature will, will be right for your food to stay safe. Then that's fine. That's, that's, that, that saves the day. So what's better? Pro- Sorry? It's a bit risky. It is a bit risky. It is a bit risky. That's true. So your best aid is to check before shoppers. But as you said, let's eat came on Friday and you're, it was panic, panic, and everyone was, you know, busy. Is a bit of a it was stress before Shabbos, so it, it can be a, a scenario that could happen. Yeah, so I agree that that would be that would be when it would be in a game. Um, but as as, as Ashi said, you can have a problem with the next days. We, we've given we've given two aces for that. Now I'm going to tell you the bigger chiddush. Um, what would be if I do an action, and I have two kavonas in my action? One of my kavonas is purely for Dovah Heta. But I'm intending at the same time for something which I know is Osa to happen. Yeah? But at the end of the day, it's not my primary intention. So the case where the Shukhanar talks about is in the olden days, they used to have a maid. They used to have a, they used to have a maid that had a job that they had an oven. They had a furnace that its job, they didn't have central heating in those days. So what they did was they heated up their houses by, by a fireplace. Yeah? Now, what happens if that fireplace wasn't put on before Shabbos? It wasn't lit before Shabbos. Now, I've got food which I want to eat on Shabbos. Yeah? So, the, the Shafanah says a, says a beautiful story. It says that what the maid used to do, the maid used to light, light the, she used to take the food out, which was cold. Cold food. And I want my hot food for Shabbos, but I also want my house warm. So what did the maid do? She put the food on top of the place where it's going to be a furnace in, in, in 30 seconds time. But it's not, there's, there's not a heating up yet because it's the, the furnace isn't on. She goes and lights the furnace. Now why does she light the furnace? She lights the furnace because she wants to heat up the house. But she knows that while she's lighting the furnace to heat the house up, the food will get cooked. Is that permitted? <coughs> so... Let's talk about it, the fact that, let's leave, the, let's leave out a second the fact that it's a non-Jew. Let's talk about the actual scenario. Is that called doing an Issa? When I light that fire, there's already food on top of the fire. The food is already there. Right? So when I light that fire, I'm doing two things. I'm heating up the house, and I'm also cooking the food. So you could tell me that's not obsecration. That's worse than obsecration. That's doing a malacha. I'm heating up the fire, and I know that food will get cooked as a result. The chedesh is that's, that's called psikrisha. It's not called the melacha itself. It's called own, it's only a psikrisha. My nothing, it's only a psikrisha. Now, if you know, you can get a guy to do it. You're allowed to get a guy to do a psikrisha if you're on Shabbos. B'mokum Torah. Yeah. So why is that a chedesh? The chedesh is because the ma'aser you're doing a melacha. So why is it psikrisha? Why is it not a melacha lehad? Yeah. The answer is because the primary intention. It's just something which is permissible. You're allowed to heat up. You're allowed to warm up a house on showers. Warming up a house on showers is not something which is awesome. It's the kicking, it's cooking the food which is the problem. Cooking the food is considered to be a psikrisha and not a malacha lehedia.
because it was a secondary intention, which means I would have heated up the house anyway, if, even if without the foods. Therefore, it's limited to psikrasha. Psikrasha, ali de akam is muta. Yeah? That's the, that's, that's a, a that's a, it's taking psikrasha to another level. But, lemaisa, it's, 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 it's correct valacha, such a thing. So that's a very interesting question. Um, a light which switches on automatically. Yeah. And you enjoy the light. Yeah. Situation. So what do you mean by what do you mean by why it switches on by itself? How the hazard switch on? It's a sensor. It's a sensor. Uh, I see. Right, right, right. Okay, fine. So, so, so there's there's yesh for yesh on this particular shayla. So. But there's no. If, well, if, I, if I need to get home, there's no other way to. Do it. Oh, no other way to get home. So, so. Even if it is Right. What are you meant to do? So, first of all, it's logically it's better than psikrisha because you're not doing a, you're not doing a maisa. You're you're not you're just pashtus. You're misasik and it's and it's derech grama. Yeah. So most places can hold this matter. Now, because why? Cause, yeah. Why? Because it's better than it's better than 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 psikrisha. Psikrisha means I'm doing something. And as a result of what I'm doing, something else will happen in my action. What's my, what's, yeah, I'm not doing action that will cause something else, in a way. It's just, I'm just walking past, I'm being, I'm being totally misassic with something else. I'm going along the road, and it will get switched on. Now, having said that, Roshlana Zalman was very machmer about this, and there's a number of Rabbonim that are very machmer, because of Roshlana Zalman's Tumra. Roshlana Zalman said the following, he said that because the way to turn on this light is by walking past it. That is the way the light goes on. Says Rosh Hashanah it's as if I'm switching on the lights. That's a huge chiddush. Yeah? Now, what I'm trying to say to you is, is that there's different, different, different views. Now, it, this is, you're talking about a government anyway, that you, you need to go home. Yeah? You need to go home. You can't go home any other way. Yeah? And it's not even your lights, correct? So if you can avoid it by walking slightly further away from it and it won't go on, and it's not definite that it will go on, then it's for sure mutter. Yeah? If you can't avoid it, then, it, then, then you can be semenach on, on, on the number, number of, of gedoyli apaisiyam that, that hold that it's not anything worse than a groma, then it's makam There's another way than shooting out If there is another easy, easier way, if it's as easy, if it's, if it's not inconvenient, to avoid it, then it is better to avoid it. But what's called not avoiding? It's the same problem as by CCTV cameras. You go to a place where, where you know there's a CCTV camera. So you go on CCTV cameras, a shadow of Tovea, or a shadow of Kosev, however you want to look at it. I'm, my image is, is appearing on the CCTV camera. Many shitters hold. I'm not saying it's, it's not many, but whatever. It's, 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 it's the same shadow. Right? Because I'm doing it, I'm walking to this mock home, and I know when I go to this place, I will be on this CCTV camera. So, it's the same shayla. So, um, again, if, if it's been welcome to the Torah, then look at what I talk about. Um, With the light, does it help if you don't need the light? So, no. No, it doesn't help because then they are switching on the lights. And it's not, it's not about the fact... I mean, usually when I, when I walk along the road and the light goes on, there's enough light anyway in the, in the street, right? Usually that is the case. So it's not to do with how much I'm benefiting from the light, it's due to the fact that I'm actually activating a light. 
the essence is the activation, not not what the benefit that I get from the fact that the light goes on. But uh, um, I think that the Rav um, does have a particular opinion about this. I don't want to misquote him because I've never actually spoken to him about this myself. I know that other people have. So um, we do need to clarify with Rav Greenberg what what his opinion is about this. Um, what I'm saying is that it's, it's a machaikis haposkim, and I think, I think definitely b'mokim tzayrech, a person can, can be lenient, but it is something that, uh, we need to find out what the Rav, what the Rav himself, self holds about it. Um, now, there's another classic case of Dovashem Miskavin, which is brought in the Gemara, is if I were to drag a chair, or a bed, or a bench, now, I don't like the example of bench and, that's what the Gemara says, I don't like the example of bench and, 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 and bed so much, because I, I feel that definitely the beds we have is def, definitely Pesikoresha. But the Gemara says, somebody who drags a chair, a bench or a bed, is allowed to do that across grass, because it's not 100% they'll produce a pharaoh. Because it's not 100% produce a pharaoh, there's no malach of chayrish taking place, it's not a shame to Now, lachayrish, you could say the same thing nowadays by chairs. The likelihood of a chair causing a fire is definitely not 100%. And it's not even correct 100%. Obviously, if I really, really, like, dig it in deep, obviously it will produce a fire, but Jack Khaled won't. A fire of beds, and maybe even benches, today is more of a problem. Let's say you go into your sukkah, right? And you, you need a bench in your sukkah, or you need to sleep in your sukkah, right? So you're taking your beds, and you, you didn't take it before shadows. So if I were to drag it along the ground, then that's much more of a problem. Because the price can say that if it's heavy, and big, then it basically is 100% that it will produce a faro. And even though, again, you're doing chayresh kal achayad, and it's, you got all sniffer materium, but the mice is subsecretia, um, and you could say this mokem mitzvah, you could, you could, you could come up with a few swaras, um, it's not mafurish registered that, that that case would be mutter. So if a person should, should be stringent and bring for shallows. But if you were to carry it with two people, there's no reason why you have to drag it across, right? So that's good for why it's not mutter mokantoya. Because it's not, cause it's not called mokamits to matter that, because there's no, absolutely no reason why you need to be dragging it across the grass. Why can't you take two people and hold the bed nicely and take it and carry it like a mensch, right? So that, there's no, there's not enough of a tsoya to drag it across the ground just because I want to be Makamitsa with my item. So therefore, um, that's the reason why you won't find it at Allah, you can do that Makamitsa for the sukkah. Therefore, that case would be Asa in that very scenario. So you should always, you should always, you should always carry things, um, in the grass, uh, especially if they're heavy. You should always, at least, you should at least, uh, carry them as opposed to dragging them. With kids, it can be much more of a problem because kids, Kids generally do drag things. Kids really enjoy dragging things. Um, and they're always like das aviv, right? They're doing it for you, not doing it for themselves. Therefore, you can't, you can't assist them. You can't, you can't be a vehicle for them to do an avera on your behalf. So don't give, don't give a chair to, or a heavy chair to your kids because, to drag, because the likelihood is that they're gonna create a groove. Um, it is important to be aware, there's one final practical scenario that the Dalach of Psikresha applies to. This is not Psikresha, Psikresha, this is Korob Psikresha. When it's most probably to happen, it's also awesome. Let's say I have a light. Friday night, I've got my light, I've got my candles in my house. Now, if I walk past them, the person talk about a door. Let's talk about the door first. We've got a door. If I open the door, I've got a door very close to my nearest. If I 
um, open the door or shut the door quite firmly, then it's basically 100% there'll be a wind coming through, right? Now, that wind coming through will affect, will flicker, it's choroblipsicratia, that it will flicker the candles. It doesn't have to be extinguished. Flickering is also called kibboi, because what, what is flickering? Flickering is a, is a change in the, the oil and the, you know, the, the, the adjustment. There's an adjustment taking place within, within the, the kindling, right? So the, it, that, that is a malacha taking place. It might only be drabbanon, maybe, but it's still a malacha. So if I were to open the door, and it's almost 100%, that if I'm opening it or closing it in a way, there'll be a wind, then I can't do that. So what do I do? So there's a couple of answers. Now, the same problem, by the way, applies if I walk past. If you walk past your lights, and you go too close, or you walk past with too much, um, what's the word? It's like, you walk too past too strongly, right? What is that, actually? Guster. Thank you. Thank you very much. Guster. So then, um, you will also flicker your candles. Corobopsicretia. Yeah, so what are you supposed to do? So you're supposed to walk slowly. Yeah, so gust is quite a big problem, actually. People do tend to walk past. You know, you're going from A to B, from one room to another room, you're not even thinking about it. person has to try and be careful. Comes to the door, either you close it slowly. Yeah, if you close it slowly, then it's not corobopsicratia because the, the strength of the wind isn't, isn't powerful enough when I open and close my door um, just slightly. So the one one answer is to close the door only partially. Again, by Hanukkah candles, you can have exactly the same problem on uh, Friday night. Another answer would be just simply not to, why do you have to open and close the door? Just keep the door closed, put a door stopper in, and make sure before Shabbos that your that your door next to your nearest is fully open. Mustama, you will need the room, so don't fully close it. That's what you're saying to do. But open it with a door stopper and there's no need to open and close it. But if you do need to open and close it, then either keep your nearest further away from your door. That's the, probably the best option. And therefore, they won't have any any proper connection to the door. If if that didn't happen, then 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 the best the answer is to open and close the door calmly. But as you said, the gusto um, shaila is more of a problem because that's that's not you know people do need to walk, so you should. The answer for that is not not to walk with a gust necessarily because that's a bit difficult to arrange because you've got, you know, whatever reason you're doing it. The answer is to walk further away from your nearest. Whenever you walk around the dining room of Shabbos, don't walk too close to your nearest. If you walk a bit further away from the nearest, then that's not, that's not carbolipsicration. That's purely Dovashem Miskavin. Dovashem Miskavin is Mutter. Thank you for listening. And that's the Good evening.